Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned at the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry. I was remembering as I was getting ready for the service about a vision that my husband had. I'm one to, it's, as, I've, as I've said recently, my family and I and you as a congregation, we are stewards of what God has done through the founder of this ministry, who was Dr. Ed Dufresne. We're stewards of the things that God did with him and through him for us to recall those, remember those, because those things will help accelerate us forward in what we're to do. You've heard me talk about Dad Hagen's book, I Believe in Visions. Those visions were given to Dad Hagen, but they were given to him for us. Yeah. So it is our job to recall those, rehearse those, bring those back up. Well, even so, my husband had uh, visitations. He had supernatural experiences that happened to him, but they were for our benefit, for the benefit of the body of Christ. It is our job to learn those, recall those, restate those, remember those, rehearse those, because that's going to help accelerate us further. Amen. And so this morning, I want to remind you about uh, one vision that my husband had. You've heard about it, but because it is so impactful, it shows revelation. So we want to talk about it again this morning, that when he was just before he started preaching, before he entered the full-time ministry, he was serving in his local church as an usher. On a Sunday morning, they were receiving communion, and he stood there with the other ushers holding the communion elements. And he said to God, he said, God, I don't even really understand what communion is all about. And when he said that, all of a sudden he had a vision. The roof seemed to disappear off that church building that morning, and he saw a vision of Jesus hanging on the cross, and he saw him there. And as he hung there, he began to see words flying through the air, and those words would fly through the air and strike him. And as they would strike him, his whole body would jolt because the impact of what was being laid on him. And as he saw those words, at first they came slow enough that he could read them. He saw a word like cancer. He saw tuberculosis, arthritis. It was the names of sickness and diseases that he was seeing. And oh, as he watched, the speed of those words began to accelerate. And they came so fast, he said words he recognized, words he didn't recognize. And he said uh, they, they began to come so fast that he didn't have time to read them. And what he was seeing, what, what, the, what the prophet Isaiah talked about, that on Jesus was laid all the sickness and disease. So he was seeing that as, as they remembered what happened that day, as they received communion, that they could activate their faith. And they could say, I remember that Jesus took upon himself sickness and disease. And that they could receive their healing. So it is, we tell you these things that you have to hear these things so you'll be reminded. Because whenever you're faced with difficulty, whenever you're faced with opposition, the devil would love for you to get what, to forget what you need to remember. Amen. And so we have to remember this, that when Jesus was on the cross and all the sickness and disease of humanity was laid on him, that he paid a great price for our healing. So it is inappropriate for us to treat it lightly. 
It's inappropriate for us to be okay with symptoms. It's inappropriate for us to be okay with living with something physically just because we can live with it. We shouldn't live with it because he died so you wouldn't have to live with it. Amen. And so it is the will of God for every single person to be healed. Now as a minister and as a, as a believer, I can say to someone... I cannot promise you, inst- I cannot promise anyone instant healing, but I can promise everyone healing. I can't tell you how long it will take for that to show up. Sometimes it can show up instantly. Sometimes it, it shows up gradually because both of those things were demonstrated through Jesus's ministry. They're shown in the word so it's correct and it's appropriate that they show up whether it be immediately or whether they be over time. It doesn't matter to us. It's divine whether it shows up instantly or whether it shows up over time. So no matter how long it takes, just you, release your faith, stay Stand in faith until it shows up. Amen. Amen. If you will not move off of faith, it will show up. Because I can't promise you instant healing, but I can always promise you healing. Amen. Amen. But healing is the will of God for every person. The important thing is we have to know how to receive healing. Amen. We must not only learn that healing is the will of God, we have to learn the ways of God. How does he heal? Because many times people will think, well, if I cry long enough, God will heal, God will heal me. That's not the way of God. <laughs> the will of God is healing, but the way of God is not you crying and, and getting into an emotional arena and begging because none of those things depict faith. It matters how God does things. And then it, for us to receive what is his will, we have to learn how he does it. So this morning, we're going to talk about the main way that God heals. Because when we learn how, then we can cooperate with him. Amen. Amen. In Luke chapter 5, if you look in verse 1, Luke chapter 5, verse 1, it reads, as it came to pass... And I want you to see this important, ver- this important phrase. And it came to pass as the people pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God. He stood by the lake. So basically he's by the lake. The setting is and the people came and they pressed upon him to hear. Now most of the time people will just say well when they read the scriptures all they'll see is that he was pressed upon so that they could receive a miracle. So they could receive healing which they did receive. But notice first what they did. They pressed upon him to hear. Amen. Then go down a few verses with me to Luke chapter 5 and verse 15. And it reads this way, but so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. How does someone get famous? (laughs) People hear about him, Right. right? He grew in fame because of what people heard about him. So it says, but so much the more went there a fame abroad of him and the great multitudes came to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Notice this, the word tells us in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How many of you know that you did not even get born again until you heard something? You weren't just sitting at home one day and all of a sudden you go, wow, I'm born again. 
just, it didn't just drop on you automatically. You had to hear something. And when you heard something, you had to respond right to it. You could, uh, um, there may have been many times that you heard it and rejected it. And you didn't respond right to it. But one day you heard it and you responded rightly to it. You received it. You believed it. And therefore you became a new creature in Christ. That came because you heard something. This is showing us anytime we're going to receive something from God, we have to hear something first. Amen. Will everyone who hear, will they receive? Well, if they hear with their hearts, they will and believe it. But if they dismiss it and reject it, they won't receive from what they heard. Just like someone who can hear the salvation message and say, not for me, walking out and not even be born again because they rejected it. Anyone who came to Jesus for healing always received healing. Now, if they came to be critical, they didn't receive healing. If they came to judge, they didn't receive healing. But if they came ready to hear, wanting to hear, willing to cooperate, willing to believe what they heard of him, they always received. You can always receive if you'll always hear. Amen. So if we're not receiving healing, it's not about getting God to send something. It's about us increasing our hearing. Your healing lives with your hearing. Your healing begins in the hearing. You understand there? It begins there. The moment you hear, you might not instantly have a manifestation, but your healing begins when you hear. Something happened. It says in this verse, it says that they came together to hear and to be healed. It doesn't say that they came to be healed. It says they came to hear and to be healed. They understood that their healing was connected to their hearing. Where did they get that from? From him. He taught them. You've got to hear what I say so that faith can come in you. When faith comes in you, then you're able to receive what I'm talking about. Amen. You're able to cooperate with it. So their hearing preceded their healing. This is where a lot of people miss it. Sometimes they hear that people are being healed in a certain church. So they, sh- they come to a service and they, they expect, well, I'm going to come and have somebody pray for me and I'm going to get healed. They're off the word. They're not in line with the word. When you invite someone to this church, tell them, come and hear what God will do for you. And then when you hear, you can receive what he will do for you. But to tell people that they'll come and be healed, they won't be healed till they hear. You have to hear to be healed. So if you're behind in healing, speed up your hearing. Increase your hearing. Your healing is connected to your hearing. Amen. The more you hear, the more healing power will flow. The less you hear, the less healing power will flow. Little hearing, little little healing. Much hearing, much healing. Amen. This is the way. Amen. This is the way of God. What did they hear about Jesus. They must have heard he was a healer or they would not have come and expected to hear about it and receive it. Amen. In school, a student only learns what they're taught. If they need to learn the alphabet, you don't bring in the math teacher. Right? 
you're not going to learn the alphabet hearing about math. Likewise, you're not going to receive healing hearing how God doesn't heal. God's a healer. And people who are unknowledgeable of the word will formulate what they think and pass it off as doctrine. Pass it off as the word. But the word says that God, that Jesus took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. By his stripes we were healed. Meaning he paid the price for that. Meaning that's what you need to hear if you're going to be healed. You can't hear that it's passed away and be healed. <laughs> Amen. For God to, for healing to pass away, God would have to change his name. Because he's called Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. Since his name is not changing, what his name reveals has not changed. Amen. Hallelujah. And so healing has not passed away. But if you hear that it has, it will rob you. It matters that you listen to what God has provided for you and not something against what God's provided for you. It matters that you hear about healing. It matters that you hear about prosperity. It matters that you hear about faith. It matters that you hear about joy. It matters that you, be, you hear about being free from something that tries to bind you. You have to hear anything from the Word of God before you receive anything from God. Your help is in your hearing. Your answers are in your hearing. Your change that you need is in your hearing. It's not in your pastor's hearing. It's not in your spouse's hearing. It's in your hearing. And he's not just talking about the outward ear. He's talking about it going in the outward ear so it can land in the inner ear, the ear of your heart, the ear of your spirit. Amen. So it says in this phrase, they came to hear and be healed. We see two things. They came, they came to hear and be healed. Notice this. This phrase shows us man's part and God's part. Yes. This one phrase, we see both parts. Man's part was to hear. God's part was to do the healing. You can't do the healing. You can't get rid of the symptoms. You can't make sickness and disease leave your body. That's God's part. When you start trying to get rid of stuff in your own ability, well, if I pray, if I confess enough, you're trying to get rid of something that only God can do. Amen. It's your job to hear. And when your hearing is full, when your hearing is full, then the healing will fully flow. People want to hear just a sentence of healing and get full health. <laughs> you understand it doesn't work that way. When you get so full with your hearing, I mean, your insides fill up with this belongs to me. Why does God wait till you're full of the revelation before you receive it? You want to know why? Because then no devil can steal it from you. When you're full of, when you're full of what he says, you're not going to let go of what the devil tries to bring. The devil will try to steal everything from you that God's ever blessed you with. But when you're full of the revelation, God is my healer. Sickness doesn't belong to me. I have authority over this. When you're 
full of that, no demon, no bad doctrine, no wrong thinking can steal from you. God waits till you're full because that's your safe place. When you only know one statement regarding God as, as a healer, then you can have someone bring a whole argument against you. And it can make you waver because one statement won't, hit, won't stand up to a whole argument against it. But you get full. I mean to where you are convinced. You are fully persuaded. And that's what it says about Abraham. He was fully persuaded that God was able to perform what he promised. People are wanting to be partially persuaded and get full healing. You have to be fully persuaded. When you're fully persuaded, healing is easy. If healing isn't easy, get more full. Fill up, fill up with healing truths. Dad Hagen, Kenneth, Kenneth E. Hagen was our spiritual father. Uh, his wife, when, uh, when Mom Hagen was in her, I want to say her 70s, the doctors diagnosed her with an incurable heart condition. They couldn't do anything about it. Aren't you glad to know that Jesus, the healer, there's no such thing as incurable? Amen. There's no such thing as terminal to him. Nothing's terminal to him. <laughs> Nothing incurable. Now see, Mom Hagen had lived with Brother Hagen for years, had gone to his services for years. She heard faith taught. She heard healing taught. She heard the fundamentals taught from one of the leaders in the body of Christ, the generals in the body of Christ. But yet when the doctors told her she had an incurable heart condition, she didn't just say, well, I'm a Christian. She didn't just say, well, I live with a mighty man of God. I, I, I've listened to a lot of sermons. She did not sit back and rest. You know what she did? She started filling up, fill up, fill up, fill up. And the way she filled up is she took Dad Hagen's healing scriptures tape. And she put it on. And she had it going all night. She had it going all day in her house. She had it going in the car. When she was getting dressed in the morning, she had it going. She had it going. What's she doing? She's filling up. She's filling up. She's filling up. How do you fill up? By hearing. You fill up by hearing. You cannot hear once a week and say you're full. Can't do it. Just like you can't eat one meal a week and say, I'm full, it'll last all week. No, it won't. We all can testify to that. And so she fed on dad hate. The man that she lives with, she put on his teaching to hear his voice. It's best to hear it from a voice that you're divinely connected to. Because when you hear it from someone God has brought into your life, it sounds like home. It fits. So she is listening by the hour, by the day, by the week, by the month. She didn't just say, well, I've heard it a little bit and it didn't work. I'm just going to give up. She just kept hearing, kept hearing, kept hearing, kept hearing. After one year, you understand she has, she has a foundation of faith in her. She has a foundation of the truth of healing in her. But after one year of hearing and hearing and hearing, one night her and Dad Hagen were at home in their, in their home in Tulsa, and they were watching something on television. And uh, 
She said while they were watching television, she looked and God opened her eyes and she saw an angel walk into the room. And this angel walked over and stood in front of her and reached into her chest. He was carrying something. He reached into her chest and deposited what he was carrying. And then when he brought his hand back out of her chest, he laid down on the table what he extracted. It was her old heart. He put a new heart in her. They went to the doctor days after that and the doctor said, they didn't tell him anything and said, this isn't the same heart. This is a different organ. This is a different organ. Even then the doctor said, this is the first bona fide miracle I've ever seen because I'm telling you by x-ray, this is a picture of a completely different heart. How did it come? She got full. How did she get full? She heard. She heard. Your answer is not being withheld from you. It's waiting for your fullness. It's waiting for you to fill up with what God says about it. Why? Because then no devil, no opposition, no symptom that may try to revisit you can shake you off of the ground. This is mine. You're not taking it, devil. You need to understand as a child of God, you are the healed. You are not the sick trying to get healed. You are the healed. When did you become the healed? At the new birth, you received, the, you received a new man. He calls you the healed. He calls you the prosperous. He calls you the free. He calls you the delivered. But many times people are trying to get what already he has made them to be. It's not about you trying to get healing. You are the healed and the devil's trying to steal it from you. Yeah. Symptoms come to, to, to try to steal from you the health that is yours. It is your job to stand up and say, no, you don't. No, you don't. And when symptoms come and symptoms just persist and they just stay after it and stay after it, just because symptoms stay after it doesn't make them right. And it doesn't make it true. Amen. If you're not full, you will start swaying. You'll be swayed off the word. That's why the word says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What is he saying? To be strong in the Lord is to be strong in the word. And in the power of his might is the Holy Ghost. Be full of the word. Be full of the Holy Ghost. Because when the devil shows up, he can't move a full man. He can't steal from a full man. It is our job not to get healed. It's our job to get full. You understand that? It's our job to get full because what you're full of will begin moving you. If you're full of doubt, doubt will move you. If you're full of worry, worry will move you. If you're full of fear, fear will move you. If you're full of the healing word, health will be your flow. Amen. Don't worry and try to get healed. It's not about you getting healed. It's about you getting full. How do you get full? Tell me. I'm going to ask again. How do you get full? Hearing. Hearing. 
It's your job to hear it. Meaning this, you measure the degree of healing by you measuring how much you hear. The more you hear, the more it'll flow. Amen. So mom Hagen sat there that night in the recliner. Her and dad Hagen were sitting there holding hands and she didn't even tell him what she was seeing. And when they got up to go to bed, she told him exactly what had happened. Said an angel walked in. Did the angel heal? No, Jesus is the healer, but angels are divine assistants that they will bring body parts. When the doctor says it's too far gone for who? For who? It may be too far gone for the doctor and they're not the enemy. They're telling you the truth. It's too far gone for them. But it's not too far gone for Jesus. It's not too far gone for healing power. It's not too far gone for the word. Amen. But if you lay in bed and rehearse and remind yourself, oh, they said I'm going to die from this. They said I'm going to die from this. I, they said I'm going to die from this. Well, why don't you hear something different? Just because they said it doesn't mean you have to hear it. You decide what you hear. You decide what you hear. And when he says, I shall live and not die, is what the word, I shall live and not die. That's what the word says. The word says, I shall live and not die. When you say that, that's what you get full of, of life. Amen. If you're troubled by what you're hearing, quit listening to what you're hearing. If you're confused by what you're hearing, you say, well, you know, the pastor, I hear you, Pastor Nancy, you're saying healing belongs to me, but my, my church said it doesn't. Well, <laughs> what do you want? Do you want what they say or do you want what the word says? It doesn't matter what you've been taught. It matters what God says. And if what you've been taught doesn't line up with what God says, God authorizes you to kick out what everyone else says. Just kick it out. Reject it. Resist it. Because if you want healing, you have to hear healing. Amen. So in this, we see they came to hear and be healed. Their job was to hear. Your job is to hear. My job is to hear. It is not my job to be healed. It is my job to hear. It is God's job to see to it that healing power meets my hearing. And the hearing of the word is to put faith in you. And it's the faith that attracts the healing power of God. Faith is a magnet. And what you believe will draw to your life what you believe. If you believe you're going to die early, that's what will be drawn to you. Because what you believe is a magnet. If you believe that God's your provider, provision will come. If you believe that God is your healer, healing will come. If you believe that you are redeemed from sickness and disease, those things will leave your life. You are not the heal, the sick trying to get healed. You are the healed. When you start approaching every situation like that, no, you don't symptoms. No, you don't. I'm the healed. You're not stealing from me my health. How can you say that? Because you've been hearing. If you waver in your belief, it's because you need to increase your hearing. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you say healing belongs to me? I'm not letting go of it. 
That means I'm going to have to do it God's way. What's God, what, God's way? Here and be healed. Say that with me. Here and be healed. I hear, therefore I'm healed. I hear, therefore I'm healed. And everybody said, Amen. that belongs to me. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Defray Ministries.